Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. Hola, welcome to the Catnip Podcast. It's your homegirl, Lexi. And it's here, quarantine, cunt kitten, Sid Rain, meow. Here, present. All right, you guys. <clears throat> we have given you 10 corona filled episodes of the Catnip's Podcast. We've given you everything we got. So in the spirit of our Lord and Savior, Quavo, go and wrap it up then. What's our F word, Sid? Our F word is motherfucking finale. That's the F word because we wrapping this shit to fuck up. You know what I'm saying? We have had another amazing season of the Candace Podcast. And it's just been so amazing to connect with everyone again, with our community, our circle. Shout out to the nippers. <laughs> uh, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for this community and this outlet. Like the support throughout this pandemic for us has been generous and overflowing. We've been able to introduce new concepts like our yoga um, and really just really just adapt to what we will we will we about to do in our real lives like after this is over so i'm just grateful for you guys you know you give me space to be myself and to like share share my triumph so like i said our 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 word of the day is finale so it's like We getting ready to wrap things up. So it's time to get really solid within yourself. And I remember at the beginning of season four talking about like your masculine divinity and your uh, your feminine divinity and like how important both of those words to like your body and like your spirit creating structure and filling in the details, like creating nature, structure and environment and nurturing, helping it to grow and expand and evolve, having that emotional impact. So I've definitely been talking about that. And this is the perfect time to really get balanced um, and settled, you know? 
And what I've noticed is like, I'm seeing a lot of people just one or the other. Whereas my all nature people that's super disciplined, focused, task oriented, structured, you know, we got list of what we gotta do, like, but they don't necessarily have that balance of a healthy diet or a good sleep pattern or exercise or just self care, how we would nurture our bodies and ourselves through this pandemic. And on the flip, we got some people that's all nurture where it's like, God damn me, it's cookies and cream, ice cream with Bailey's at 8.30 in the morning and mm, I'll have some chips and mm, a cookie cake and mm, you know, how did these waffles get here? And it's like just all nurture and there's no structure and that's okay. And I'm not, this isn't anybody in particular, but it's just like, some people are just like comforting themselves through this experience. Maybe their anxiety is high. Maybe they don't have work to attend to. So it's just like, hmm, what do I enjoy? What makes me happy? Things like that. So it's, it's a, you know, I encourage you guys to find the balance between the two. Yes. And I love the idea of outside is opening up soon because... I feel like a lot of us have been feeling stir crazy, cabin fever, um, anxiety, worry, everything is hitting and settling in. And I think Lexi is right. We do have to get settled in and solid before this new phase opens up because it's gonna open, everything's gonna open up. And I don't want it to be something where we're just so anxious to get to everything where we indulge a little too much. You know what I'm saying? Like everything opens back up. So, and like food opens back up, going out opens back up, and then you just overindulge. This is a perfect time to get solid and fit in, in with your routine and have that structure for yourself. So when outside does open back up, you're not unnecessarily spending a shit ton of money that you were able to save because you've been sitting in the house or like, you know, you don't fuck over the new diet you don't, because you've been so disciplined in the house. Like this is the perfect time to get solid before you know, the new phase of our lives opens up. Because this is new for all of us. Yeah. And there's really no, there's nothing anyone could tell us about how to manage this. There's no diet books. There's no work-life balance books. You know, everybody is experiencing this and learning how they, how they need to. So you'll figure out what works best for you. But like on an internal part, like address like the patterns and behavior that drive this you know what i mean what is creating all nature and all nurturing you and that way you aren't equally being just reactive to outdoors being opened up you can go with it with the proactive intentional focused perspective because we learned that we can't we can't consume our way through lives like we can't just go and buy fun we can't dress up and just use that we can't just go to a restaurant and eat our hearts out it's a lot of things that we just can't do we can't just fly out of town when we out of when we're upset now we can't just go to fiji on the whim like we had to learn how to sit with ourselves so learning how to sit with yourself includes addressing how you got to that chair well i know for sure once you open back up i want to get a massage like i just feel i feel tension building up in my shoulders up under my soft tissue, all of that, and that relaxed. 
Lexi, what is something you want to do once outside opens back up? <sighs> My very first thought was go to the strip club. I'm not going to lie. True. A massage does sound awesome. And I don't know. I'm curious to, to see what outside is going to look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is going to open up? Because the movie theaters may not open up no more. Some of them about to start shutting down. Like, a lot of businesses went bankrupt right now. So it's like, hmm. Two months. Two, two months for capitalism to go crashing down. Listen, we all live in check to check. America is the third world country in the Gucci belt. Okay. In a Poochie belt. <laughs> The jeans don't touch. Take my head. But you're right. I wonder what outside opening up even looks like. Like, does it, will it always look like six feet? Will it look like people wearing gloves? I feel like when I go to the grocery stores and like these common areas, I want to wear gloves because I do touch a lot of stuff. You know, like you're touching, you're putting in your pin number, you're touching the door, the buggy. Now that kind of grosses me out. I mean, a lot of those places have always had those wipes, though. You know, when you first get into the store, you wipe it down. Girl, they barely have that in stock now. They barely have that in stock. Oof, jeez. So. They don't have fucking Worcestershire sauce in the grocery store anymore. Y'all, listen, I felt like the apocalypse settled in as I frantically searched the grocery store. But it's shit, like, are you, I don't want to get to the point where it's like, we are here sucking dick with Worcester sauce. We gotta, we gotta find a healthy balance. That escalated, that escalated. But that was kind of weird. And it's just weird seeing things like, okay, you can only buy two of this. You can only get two of this. And it's, it's weird seeing this ration on food in the grocery store. Like, what the fuck? Worcester sauce, what's gonna be next? Pickles, relish? <laughs> creamer, I, honestly, when I go to buy coffee creamer, it's getting less and less. There are fewer options. Yes, Tyson. Um, listen, now this is turning into like an issue for the agriculture industry. Like they're starting to um, shut down some of the plants because people were testing positive for the corona. At the meat places. Yes. So. We listen. We about to be vegans, y'all. We about to be so. We listen. We about to be so healthy by the end of this. Like, whew. I'm cutting all of my t-shirts and regular shirts and blouses. Anything that I put over my head, I'm turning into a crop top because my abs are the most abbiest they've ever abbed because of this pandemic. And it's just like, all y'all need to see this shit. I'm glad you finessed the pandemic. That's a good job. You know, like, put some hard work in. And, you know, yes, yeah, summer is still coming up. And even, like, you gotta, gotta be flex ready for the summer. So, yeah. Um, and I, I'm lucky I'm able to be, uh, be able to work from home. And I know, like, a lot of people aren't able to, but... I also see that a lot of companies are allowing people, you know, to do that if that's what makes them more comfortable. Because, you know, shit is slowly opening up and this is like, you know, this is the test. This is like the experiment, which is kind of like I want to wait. Because I want to wait a couple more weeks after shit open back up. So these other people can, you know, get that corona wave too while I can chill in the house for a little bit. We'll see. 
Listen, we have no idea if this don't tell you to live your life day by day because there's no way to predict what tomorrow's headline is going to be or like what the government's really hiding and distracting us with. Like we have no clue. So I'm just, I'm learning how to be present. That's what I'm doing. True. We have to. Okay. So yesterday was like the super, like most important episode of Insecure yet. Um, I too cannot fuck with Molly. Where do you stand, Sydney? So let's get right. This has been one of the most important episodes of Insecure. I feel like it's been leading up. There's always been like some shadiness in between Molly and Issa for all the seasons. And now it's built up and they got into it while Issa was at fucking work. And it was just simple. It was petty. Molly is petty. And like, it just goes to show how quick she is to, you know, be super graceful and have all this patience with the, her Asian boo, but not for Issa. And I mean, what... And Molly said that Issa was always needing a favor, but what was Molly helping Issa with in real life? Like, what was she helping her with? Oh, you want a list? Okay, let's start with season one when Issa did the party for We Got Y'all and Daniel showed up because she had fucked him and then tried to get back with Lawrence. And then that's when Mary Daniel showed up to the party and Molly distracted him first. And then late two episodes later, hold on, I'm, this is just the beginning. Two episodes later, when Lawrence texts Issa back after they just got into an argument at the pool on the little girl's trip, Issa took her back home. I mean, Molly took Issa back home. Then and Issa used Molly to go to the pool party where she met Asian Bay. Mm, well, it sounds like Molly came up. Molly was like, put. I agree. Molly was also fronting the bill a lot for Issa when she was living with Mira Daniel and her car was in the shop because she was looking at dick pics. And I feel like that's just like off the top of my head what I'm, but, but yes. Oh, even using Molly to go meet. Remember when Issa was stalking Nathan and she went and was trying to put the password in his iCloud account? She need she used her for that too. That was some bird shit on both of their behalf. I think I'll say true. this. Molly needs Issa less than Issa needs Molly in terms of like functioning through bullshit. Mm-hmm. Molly goes through a lot of bullshit on her own and it's because it's all self-sabotaging behavior. Issa needs external validation for her self-sabotaging behavior. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, more than anything, Molly's an enabler because it's like, my nigga, you know she messy, you know she broke, you know she always doing this. When were you going to stand up to her? And now you have one boundary and you want to blow up on her at the one time she was able to like really manifest something. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, Molly, your frustration is valid. I respect that. You're always expected to understand that Issa ain't shit and that's cool you know what I mean but it's like I think Molly I think with Issa kind of maturing she's kind of like calling out Molly's behavior and it's like Molly you do whack shit you do you do self-sabotaging shit and Molly's not used to that type of external validation 
my I just I feel like they want us to hate Molly because at this point they made Molly the villain. It's like last, I feel like they usually make Issa the villain, <laughs> and now Molly's the villain. Yeah. Okay. I I mean I just feel like. I just feel like it's a real life just build up not knowing how to say I don't like you I love you but I don't like you I don't like our communication that's hard and if you have and this is the part that pisses me off about Molly you see how big this was like mm-hmm. and Asian Bay was trying to explain this like yo like it was impossible for her to juggle both you, her, you and her at this time so you gotta like be more empathetic and compassionate you know but it's like it's hard on entrepreneurs having like you gotta have just straight up compassionate i understand you people if you're gonna be an entrepreneur and for people who just started out it's gonna shift your friendships because you're gonna have this vision and it's not gonna make sense because it's gonna take years of refinement but it's, it's there but if they can't see that y'all gonna clash you know so it happens. I was just so turned off by Molly. Like you see how hard Issa's been working, and like to know where where Issa has come from, and you want to blow up on her on while she's at fucking work doing something for the community. Um, and you know, I'm not saying that's like you know like the bottom line because Issa's doing it for the community, but it's like it's dope that she's doing something that's giving back, and hopefully it can be something that manifest and every year they want to have Issa's name on it and see whatever but Molly was just so back to do that and I just feel like this whole I don't know this, this felt like the finale of Insecure I was asking Lexi earlier was this the finale because it just felt so like ending but hopefully mm-hmm. we get a new episode I yeah. we will on Sunday yeah because okay. mm-hmm. I need to see because Molly was wrong and period I don't know. I just... Okay, hold on, though. What the fuck happened with Condola and Lawrence, though? Right. That's what we need to get up into. And why was Condoleezza so easily, like, happy to cut off Issa? Like, Issa, like you said, was the most willing participant in that bitch. Listen. And you know what? My th- Oh, this was my thought. What the fuck was anybody's intentions for showing up? Like, Condola, you suspect because you was willing to fuck with somebody ex-boyfriend and do business with her at the same time. You was whack. You showed, you proved yourself whack. And Issa was like, nah, it's cool because I, I get her. Like, I really enjoy her. And it's like, Lawrence, you whack. But that's redundant. We've been saying yeah, that. But like, Molly, what was your intentions for really going? You had to be convinced to go. You shouldn't have went because you weren't. You were looking for a reason. You needed to make it about you some way, somehow. I'm gonna bring you some food. When motherfuckers at work like that, they not thinking about no damn food. She ain't worried about the food. Yeah, sure. She doesn't have time to sit down and eat. You're not, but it's like, I need you to see that I care about you. Like, girl, mm-hmm. either go come because you want to enjoy yourself, not because of your connection to me. So Molly's attachment issues right. need to be addressed. Right. And like, she has to be convinced multiple times by Asian Bay. 
Not just once. It was like, oh, okay, I don't want to go. Okay, let's go. Okay, I don't want to go. Oh, let's leave. Oh, okay, no, let's stay. It was just like, make a decision. I don't know. It was just a turn off, ultimately. You got to pay attention to the friends that's not excited for you. Right. It's a lot of people that that loved being your friend, but they they can't fuck with being your fan. Like, it's a lot of people that you got to just, you know, check on like that. That's some real shit. And just going back to the whole issue of Molly being upset that Issa asked Nathan. So Molly was, Molly's issue was like, well, I don't want to ask my Asian boo because things are still new with him. But like, regardless, if, if you fucking with a nigga and he can't put on for you and help you out, why are you fucking with him? But again, why did Molly make this about her? Right. So it was like secretly you was wishing that her shit failed. Cause it's like, cause if something go wrong with this, I don't want to be attached to it. Like, what was your intention? You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, Molly, I get why Issa was like, let me ask Nathan. Cause for one, that's how I act. That's how we actually met that motherfucker. Bitch, why you fucking somebody in a crew every time we meet a new group of people? Right. Let's have that discussion. But then it's like, okay, you know my intentions for why I needed to speak with this motherfucker. Your intentions for why you are holding it back is the shit that needs to be addressed. Right. That was whack boots. And then to feel like somebody's stabbing you in the back, bitch, with what? A plastic knife? How? A spork? A spork? That didn't even make sense when it was like... How did you make this about you? I ask people that. Like, when they when I hear them making shit about them, I'll be like, don't make this about you. Detach yourself from this. This isn't about you. You have fun to detach. Yes. I think that's been one of my favorite things that I've been working on throughout this experience is, like, the concept of, like, mentally detaching myself from old thought processes and from the world around me i'm solid as fuck from the inside out always have been always will be as long as i remember that i'm gucci i'm a genuine gucci belt the g's touch like not the poochie nah bitch you know but it's like you can't attach yourself to everything like that's not realistic that shit dangerous yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what this upcoming week of Insecure is going to give us because Issa deserves better. Issa deserves better. Flat out. I agree. So I'm about to put this nigga on blast because I am us third rated. So you know how like the whole pandemic people are bored. So of course I've had all of these like weird people reaching out to me, exes, you know, sex slaves, sluts, you know, you know, the random assortment of people that I've encountered throughout my very wholesome safe life. And so Oh no, girl, we practice safe sex over here, boo. Okay. <laughs> no, but look, so my math teacher from high school has been trying to like I guess like talk to me for like years nigga you have had the same job since I was a kid and it's nothing against having a steady career but I'm one the age difference two the lack of attraction three no we two different types of people boo boo no no sir so I guess like I accidentally like alerted him with some notification and he jumps in my inbox and I'm like leave me alone Mr. Math teacher you know what I'm saying 
And then he's like, well, I just want to see what's up. And I'm taking a dump. And I'm like, leave me alone. I literally typed out, leave me alone. I did the wave hand emoji like, bye. And I had to tell him, I was like, leave me alone. I don't have no math homework. Sir, I've completed all my math assignments. I'm, I don't have to sign in for attendance. I graduated from high school hella years ago. Leave me alone. This not even like a trick from the devil. This is like Satan, bruh. Are you bored with the pandemic too? This is the type of tricks you send in my way? Like, that's gross. Trick me with like Mira Daniel or like Kofi Sarobe. You know, or Queen Latifah. Give me some real temptation, Lord. Like, oh. not my old high school math teacher. I feel like a lot of old men be coming back. And they be like messaging you. So nippers, if you've had any past old teacher or professors, whatever hit you up, um, write us and like let's connect. Cause I too have a professor from a university that I attended um, in South Georgia <laughs> who hit me up. Like after I would see him walking in the science building because my major was psychology was in the science building. And then I actually had him for tech. But even before I had him for class, he would be like looking me down as I was walking through the halls. I had him as my teacher. And then after I finished, um, because he was like one of my last classes I took before I graduated, he was sending me emails talking about, oh, I'm I'm in McDonald's, I want to connect. And I was just like, I I need to stop messaging him. Like, he was just gross. Call the police. Right, that's what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm a child. I mean, I was older than 21. You were a complete adult when you met, but I was a child. You were a child, for real, for real. Listen. Can we, I mean, can we, we can't report this. It's just, it's gross. What's wrong with men? That's a crime, ain't it? Uh, it would be if you were still that age. Now it's just creepy. I was like, you know, ooh, well, you, you must have always thought I was cute because I was like in, in your fucking class. So was you like grooming me when I was a child? Shout out to Drake. Because you ain't seen a dot, Lexi. You only seen, you're attached to 18-year-old, just barely legal, only showed up to your class X amount of times, Lexi. You ain't seen this. A, I haven't seen you since I graduated high school. It's laws against us, bruh. I'm, I'm looking them up as we speak. I feel like men have no shame, largely. I feel like they should, though. They should, but for whatever reason, they don't. I, I tweeted that I was going to start a thread of uh, gross messages I get on dating apps <laughs> on Twitter. I was going to start a thread of it, and then I was like, nah, men have no shame. I could shame them, but where would their shame be? Yeah, it'd be a waste of time, sis. Hilarious. What a waste. Oh, oh my God. So I totally enjoyed going to the virtual festival, Digital Sugar Water versus Jill Scott versus Erica Badu. I was definitely team Erica Badu. She had me like lit as fuck. Somehow I ended up in boots. Somehow. I don't like what your eyebrows just did. I, I, I feel like her ga- her eyebrows just gaslit me. You see, she be throwing that word. She be sprinkling that word like parsley. She be using gaslighting, gaslit like parsley. 
my eyebrows were very expressive because my ears, the message Leslie said went through my ears to my brain and it shocked my brain and expressed the shockness through my brows. So thank you for proving that you're a gaslighter because you totally just acted like I didn't see anything, but then you described that you just did something. So thank you, but no thank you. I rebuke your gaslight, (laughs) blowing that little torch out. But like I said, I ended up in boots and I know how I ended up in that fur coat. That was that cheap gas station wine that we was drinking. Mm, I love that wine. Exquisite. It's like 13% liquor. <laughs> Some old white man wine. Today had a damn bird on it. <laughs> good wine. Delicious. 13% and it's plum wine. Yeah. Anyways, yes, it was so good. Lexi also somehow. Um, magically. Magically. I, I too ended up in booth. So we danced and we drank and it was like we had a real concert. At one point, Lexi was like, Lexi turns to me and goes, Sydney, should we go outside? <laughs> I was like, no, we should. <laughs> it was a good time though, for real, for real. It was a nice walk. Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give Sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Calvin Klein, and Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money back right we left early so that we could beat traffic and we snuck food in it was wonderful i had such a good time so okay and i'm sure sydney is so tired of me saying this but the way jill scott looked at me i do not want any is that how jill scott looks at everybody honey that listen i have never if lust was a person it was jill scott like (laughs) yo with them titties sitting up and like them doughy eyes and she's ah i'll rub your feet if you just sit a spell and it's like i feel the blood just rerouting like as you talk how I feel like I could smell her pheromones through the like through the phone. Like Jill Scott, tone it down. You already made the music and earned the money. This was just a friendly get together. I feel like her and Erica Badu had sex. Erica Badu dominated Jill Scott in sex one night, and Jill has not let that go. She is not detached from that memory. I mean, Jill. I just always imagined her as. I just like she always on lingerie. <laughs> and she's doing it while she's stirring grits in a kitchen and I don't like Jill is just she's every she's everything. So it was so good. Side note, let's go down the rabbit hole because this was a discussion of Black Twitter today. Why Jill Scott gets to be seen as, you know, scrumptious and sexy and beautiful and somebody tweeted that Jill Scott tastes like the cinnamon butter that they serve at Texas Toast. So why, why is Jill on the pedestal, but why is Lizzo not? Because Lizzo gets a lot of hate online. So 
What would you think, Lexi? Because, you know, yes, Lizzo does get a lot of hate, and a lot of that is because she is a fat black woman. That's the word. Oh, fat black woman. Um, so, what do you think about that, Lexi? Um, I feel like Jill created space for Lizzo. And I feel like Lizzo escalated the fuck out of that space. You know how, you know, unfortunately, you know, you give a nigga an inch and they take a mile. So Jill Scott look Jill Scott looked like she swallows and with like honor. And Lizzo letting you know she riding that dick till it come. You know, and it's it's just And maybe eating booty too. Probably so. You know, who knows? But I'm glad that like they're owning so much of their sexuality and their femininity and just and you can tell how Lizzo look at people. Lizzo give you the Lizzo give you the slurp face. Like and I don't is that that sounds inappropriate, but it does seem like the right face. Like I know she I know that face you're talking about though. And you know what? Like there is such love and like a lot of people uh, watch or feed for fat black women. And, and that's okay, but like they also get a lot of hate. And so I think you're right. Like Lexi said, it's amazing to see these women, um, you know, just go out and be sexy how they think sexy looks like. Because people feel like, why should you have that much confidence? Because usually they don't. But when people treat you like that, it's a reflection of their level of confidence. How did you get to be confident with yourself? Not according to society standards. And here I am struggling to keep up. That's all they doing. They just announced that they struggling. But no, I love it. I love the Lizzo and Hustlers. Did you see her in Hustlers? No, I never saw Hustlers. Okay. We're motherfucking watching that before this shit wraps up, bitch. Because that was such a good movie. Oh my God. It was so heartwarming. Whew. Oh, yes. That's actually- Strippers and scams. It was just... And Lizzo. And Cardi, and it was a good, mo- it was a bop. It was a really good movie. Um, no, I mean, you know. But meanwhile, back to the battle. I would like to announce how grateful I am for Erica Badu because she has 100% been my like childhood. Like, this is what relationships supposed to look like and feel like, and. This is what this emotion sounds like. Like she's such an intellectual, visionary love. And it's just, I'm so grateful that I got to like formulate and be molded with that kind of energy present. Cause I, it definitely resonates. I was listening to a lot of her songs and it's just, I remember 13 year old Lexi, seven year old Lexi, 18 year old Lexi, 22 year old Lexi, however old Lexi, like just really getting into that. Jill too. But Jilla have you showing up to your ex house in the middle of the night, like we getting back together. You you really don't wanna be with me? I just don't understand. You know, like <laughs> no, listen, don't I love the way Jill says understand. Like I just don't understand it. Period. I can't make it make sense, baby. I just can't. But no, nah, it was a very good time. This was this got my little festival itch out of my system. Because as you know, the catnips, we live for a festival. Listen, this time, 20, this time 2019, we was in the middle of a rolling loud festival, like in the thick of it, like just happy. I remember how happy I was at rolling loud, but like with our fancy clothes and our fancy makeup and like all the rappers 
we were duping niggas out of weed, non stop drugs. The riots, the stampede, the carnival rides, the funnel cake, the new friends we made. It was what well, listen, we show up to a festival. We had such a good time. I want I wanna go back and I just I don't know if I can do another three day festival, but I would love to try. <laughs> One more time. I I have no idea what life is going to look like for a three-day festival again. How can we have a space with 30,000 people in it at one time again? Like, a porta potty Get out of here. Bitch, a porta potty That's, yeah. That'll set the Rona on fire. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> the bla- flaming Ronas. You know, like the new flavor. Jalapeno Rona. Like, I don't need that kind of energy. I don't know if we'll ever have three-day festivals again. Um, one of my girlfriends was supposed to go to Coachella and she said she gets free tickets by volunteering and she just said it's just like camping you know like how you don't have like real life camping like how you don't have uh, a shower well even I think they have no they don't have showers but she just said it was nitty gritty and that there's no way that they would ever have that again because of how like dirty that lifestyle is so I, I don't like how do you stand six feet away from people at a festival I know. How do we do this? I don't know. It's just, I'm excited for whatever happens because I know we're going to rock it out. Like, we're going to rock, you know, the cream rises to the top. So, I'm just hopeful and excited because it's a whole new motherfucking world out here. So, the festival, oh, the festival, the concert, the virtual concert with Jill Scott and Erica Badu was so good. And I just feel like I wanted Jill Scott to come up with more about mm. being bangers. And it's okay because we, Lex and I, like, we just listened to it. So, it was all good. But um, I was asking Lexi who would go against Kanye or Lil Wayne. I don't feel like anybody should go against Kanye or Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's discography is so dense that by sheer volume alone, he would crush whomever. I think it would be fun to see him against Drake, though, because like they did the whole Drake versus Lil Wayne concert. Remember we went to that? That was fun. That was fun. Um, and Lil Wayne won that shit. Listen, nobody believes that I went to just see Lil Wayne by himself. Like, nobody believes how good this concert was. When Lil Wayne performed by himself, it was like at the Coca-Cola Roxy. That shit was so lit. It, I'm, I will never go to a concert as good as that. Mm. That shit beat out Rolling Loud. And Rolling Loud had 50 acts. Like, motherfucking Lil Wayne by himself. Yes, that shit was lit. Kanye, I don't think anybody else's career is comparatively interesting as his is. Because it's such a story. You know what? Maybe like J. Cole. And the reason Pharrell... Maybe. Yes. Actually... How many songs together? I feel like that would be a really... Pharrell versus Kanye. That would be a good fucking battle. That would be... That would be a fun night. <laughs> who else? Oh, who would Beyonce go against? Rihanna? It would have to just be for hit for hit. No, right. I mean, they're all hit for hit. 
Who else could she? It would have to be like Beyonce versus like Rihanna, Sierra, and Aaliyah put together. I feel like. Because Beyonce got bangers. Rihanna got a lot of bangers. Yes. But do you think the numbers we saw at Jill Scott and Erica Badu? You think the Beehive ain't coming out the woodwork to see that queen and the Navy? Like, that's gonna be the night World War Three start. Like, the numbers would be crazy on IG. They have to charge for that shit. They I, would have to crash for that shit. I am. I have a budget. I have a budget. I don't know. So Ludacris versus Nelly is coming up, and this is a. It's an interesting dynamic because Sid is from Atlanta and I am from St. Louis. Nelly is actually my cousin. We both grew up in U City, the best, you know, part of St. Louis. And then Sid is from Atlanta or whatever. And so. <laughs> and I have to make sure I was not being biased when I did do that uh, poll on Twitter. It was like, one of the DJs was doing a Twitter poll and was doing like hit for hit. Nelly versus Luna, and I was reading it out loud. And Joe Lusby, and I had to make sure I was not being biased because of Luna. Because Nelly, I feel like, has a lot more. <laughs> He's got a lot of bangers. They both have a lot of bangers. Nelly was that nigga, y'all. Like, he still is. Remember, we saw him. Bitch, when you see Ludacris in concert, but we seen Nelly. I don't think I've ever seen Luda in concert. However, I have seen Luda at the cigar lounge. <laughs> Point proven. But yeah, Nelly has a lot of bangers. But you know, Luda has a lot of bangers too for like a, a good amount of time. So but yeah. Maybe, you know, in Atlanta, they just constantly play his songs on the radio. Like a lot of the artists here, they just play their, like if like the, if Luda comes out with an album, they'll just play it, like a lot of the singles on the radio. So to me, they do sound like, oh, I've, I've, like, I've heard this song for forever because it's been out. But that's been Atlanta's radio. So, good point. So, I'm a sucker for cornrows and manicured toes, mini capri pants, and parasuit coats. So, that's just, I'm practicing my Nina Pop and my Mono So, and my Mono for this weekend. And drop it down, um, open up my tail feathers, pop up pussy like a Drop down feather. and get your eagle on, yup. Mm hmm. You know what? Also, Air she Force Ones. Nelly, I feel like without Nelly, there would be that. That's the yes, Air Force ones were popular, but the song took that shit to a whole new level because people are still rocking forces today. I grew up down the street from where that video was filmed. Mm. I literally have purchased Air Force ones from the store they purchased Air Force ones from in the video. And I just I, I have such deep love for Luda. So I just obviously I love Nelly too, but I just, you know. I liked I liked Luda too. I think like they weren't necessarily out at the same time. I feel like Nelly had kind of already was peaking as Luda was getting like started. So like really? I mean you think about it like mm, no. I don't know because that song was Pussy Pop right. Yeah. But at that point, I feel like Nellyville had already come out. And Nellyville and Country Grandma, both of those were already out by the time Chicken and Beer and the Luda's first album, like Word of Mouth, came out. 
This is gonna be a good ass battle. This is I am I'm I'm, I'm interested. I would also like to let you know that as a yoga instructor and Sid as a budding yoga instructor, that yoga has directly improved the quality of our twerking 100 million percent. So I am excited to do all of my Megan Thee Stallion pussy popping moves for this battle. I'm excited. I am too. Like, like you said, all the good work yoga does, it does show up in twerking. The core, keeping that um, your your torso up while twerking, chair pose, really heating up and building up those booty mm-hmm. thighs. Muscles. Like, it's good. It's very good exercise. Mm-hmm. Get into it. Shout out to Pernal Yoga. Uh, you know how to find us through the gram and also on our website. You can sign up prepared out yoga so that we can get you right when you in your house working. And listen, you may not have to be at the festival, but you can still you the the spirit of Megan Stallion is with all of us. It's for all of us. These battles are so good. Like I really want to see Rihanna go against somebody. I think Rihanna Beyonce would be. I just want Rihanna to do hers by herself. Mm. I don't want her to do it with anybody else. I'm not in the fucking mood for somebody else to play some other song that's not Rihanna's. Okay. I'm not. And, like, you know how I get at Rihanna concerts. Like, I'm going to add even when we go to the uh, Rihanna concert. Because when they play You Got Love, or where have you been? That's the one. That's the one, girl. Oh. Oh my God, my shoulders just in my head and then the glitter and the room is green. Girl, and my body is heating up. Yeah. I love Rihanna pop songs. And then, mm-hmm. um, this is what you came for. Oh, mm. do it. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. So Rihanna, listen, you don't even have to sing. Just play the song and be on live. That's all we asked for. God damn it, we bought all the makeup. Okay, bitch. And and a savage minty. I bought everything. We got pennies. We we gonna show up in all of the stuff that we already bought. Just play a song. Just get on your Spotify, nigga. Get on title. Smoke one with us, please. Please. You didn't do nothing for us for 420. For real. Like she can invite different people into her lives that she fuck with, like Calvin Harris and then like ASAP and like, you know. All the people just bitch do something because I really feel disrespected and slighted and I know it's not like personal personal but I'm just it's I'm not really personal different. but it does feel fucking personal. I think that's like the key thing. It does feel personal. Yeah. Well, oh my god. Oh see. You know what I know. That should be my alarm clock. It used to be. Where have you been? It used to be my alarm clock. Cause that. I used to love that song, but then I started to hate it because you know it's your alarm clock. And you don't like the sound of your alarm clock. But I re-love it again and um I encourage you to <sighs> What next festival? If you could only go to one more festival before the cat aliens corrupted Earth, um, what festival would you go to? I <laughs> look so offended. <laughs> your brows look at me like that. <laughs> She's still a gaslighter. Um, still proving my point. Um, damn, that's a hard question. I like that analyze. Like it's a my imaginary festival. Like my ultimate imaginary festival. 
Oh, you want to make your own festival? Well, no, give me some parameters. You just kind of threw something mm-hmm. out there. Out of the festivals that we had access to previous to COVID, if you could only go to one more festival, what festival would you go to? Coachella. No, 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 no. Made in America. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z Festival. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Oh, a Louisiana. Or Broccoli Fest. I was like, okay, that's so crazy. So Broccoli Fest was the number two I thought about. Um, And then the third one was Louisiana Fest. And then I thought about the Drake Fest. But you know how I low-key hate Drake sometimes. So I don't want to be annoyed at a festival. Girl, you have to detach. I would totally go to Drake's festival. I had not thought about that. I have to detach. Um, And I I would also like to see... Rihanna make a festival so I could add that to the list. The Rihanna uh, created festival. Rihanna could charge me $2,000 to watch her open cans of tuna and bitch, I will be there front and center. Rihanna can have a fire festival and I will pay twice. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay twice. Well, the last time was a little rocky, but I'm sure she figured it out next time. Let's just Let's just hear her out. What the second chance is about? Listen, right? All the time, Rihanna's good. <laughs> Rihanna's good all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what else? Call me a little ratch ratch. But um, the Hot 107.9 Festival, they have every year. I've never been to that, that concert. The Space Friends? Oh, that's cool. No, that's the street. That's that's the 90, 94.5. There's the, so many hip-hop festivals. No, I, and I haven't gone to as many as I would like to. So, Dang, what's the one? I forgot the uh, Hot 107.9, but it's like every year in June. Who knows, girl? That's not stressful. Birthday bash? Birthday bash! I haven't been to that, and I know that is so ratchet, but I would also add that to my list. I like some of that ratchet shit. I like a lot of that ratchet shit. I'm grateful that this, like, pandemic has given me time to listen to my lifespan's worth of ratchet music. Like, this morning, we woke up and listened to 3-6 Mafia. And we yeah-hoed at 10 a.m., and it felt awesome. It was appropriate. 100% 100% appropriate way to start the work week. <laughs> right? Yeah, how? Yeah. <laughs> so that was, it was just amazing. And then we heard like some of the other music, of course, that has come from 3-6 Mafia, just like the beats, the lyrics, Jay's at the dub. Side note. So future shout out at shout out. Shout it out. Shout it out. All his baby mamas on Twitter. He tweeted them each. I was like, yo, thanks for holding it down. Yo, see her future, little future is love. Like, you know, he just, and then, and then later he tweets, these hoes always tweet your business. As if he's not the hoe who's tweeting his business. Like, who does that? What Sydney? Do I need to detach? No, I wanted to hear your perspective. So, you guys listened to a couple episodes back. Um, Sydney's. Moon is in Sagittarius and I we picked our rapper for our different signs and Sydney picked future. And so emotionally I'm wondering how she's connecting to this experience because 
Sydney is the female future. She's like a she's prophecy or some shit. So you know, what do you think? What do you think, little little prophecy? What's what's going on over there? How you feeling about this? So, I feel like there's some shit you could do. Okay, so I I don't really understand future, but I see. He sends out a tweet so that the world can see that he is appreciating his baby mamas. Um, he's also thinking that this is a thoughtful gesture. You know, men are very vain and they're not that deep. So, you know, he's, if this nigga thinking a tweet is like going to be the best Mother's Day gift, I mean, come on. But um, I do see his point because it was very effective. It was easy and, it, you know, it's, it reminds people that you're a good dad. Um, but the future tweeted, all seven, eight of his baby mamas. I think he's got seven baby mamas, and then the eighth one is still a question mark. They still in court for right now. So um, yeah, Future also apparently is still dating Lori Harvey. Um, she is always posting videos of herself listening to Future, and I see a lot of the women in Black Twitter laughing at her, saying, "Damn, this is how you got to support your rapper boyfriend." But I mean, you know. I enjoy Future's music, so I'm I'm twerking and clapping cheeks regardless if he's not my boyfriend anyways, because I enjoy Pluto. Listen, we all know that toxic dick and toxic sex is the best sex. So imagine a nigga as toxic that would tweet all six, seven, eleven of his baby mamas. Imagine how good that dick is. And you know, we said that like the dudes who eyebrows don't touch, they be having them, that mm. real thick feet. So just those two toxic traits together, uh, like alone, like me equals phenomenal sex. So Lori, while you young and cute and your body look like that and he's spending bread and shit like that, bitch, do you just stay on a pill. Don't get pregnant, bitch. Do not. Don't get pregnant. pregnant. Don't I mean but you know what If you do get pregnant Like you are Steve Harvey Like quote unquote Like stepdaughter Some shit You know Marjorie She you know She'll marry another Like boss ass nigga If she needs to So it's not like She's going without But it's just like Sis You can do all of this And not be a baby mama Right Don't get trapped this, Don't fall into the trap Just dance around it Joyfully You know like Like Megan did With um and- Exactly, money bag. Yeah, yep. Just dance around it because you don't want to be the ninth. Who wants to say they're the ninth baby mama? And I'm not into titles, but goddamn, that's a real ass title, and I don't want that title. I don't need that title. Listen, I tell people off rip. I'm not custodial enough to be like your baby mama, so I wouldn't. I would not make yourself a single parent fucking with me. Um, That's not cute. And who um, wants to be with a man who got all them damn kids? And then you have one of your, his kids. He's he's not going to be able to spend, you know, all that time with your kid. And then not only that, I would just be looking like, nigga, you never with your kids. You laid up under me. But, yes, continue to, you know, milk that, get the bags, enjoy the roses. Do not have his baby. No. No, sis. Don't do it. Please don't. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Period. Well, listen, we rolling back up on you with our yoga classes. So definitely stay tuned for that. We got so much in store with our yoga experience coming up soon. We are going on hiatus. We don't have nothing else to talk about. I'm tired. Ain't you tired? We've been tired. We motherfucking tired. So we're about to go on break. 
But you can catch up on all 40 of our episodes on all of our platforms. We work so hard to get from just SoundCloud to Apple Podcasts to Google Play to Stitcher to um, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Player FM. Like, we everywhere. And we are so grateful. It's an international sound we are all the way in ireland and bangladesh Kazakhstan, rocking with y'all ass so we appreciate the love um follow us online we are always gonna be launching new products and new things and we have some really big launches hopefully before the end of this pandemic so stay tuned um we want you guys to see why we're so famous already so my nigga my my anna listen sid i'm so grateful you have been such a phenomenal dope ass road dog my nigga's going to school doing yoga all throughout pandemics and shit i could not be more proud um you got any final words for these niggas for the nippers for the nippers i'm just so happy people continue to fuck with us like they be on here laughing and cracking jokes and if not more inappropriate Y'all keep up with us. You're always sending us memes. You're sending people our way. Shout out to everybody on the different time zones, the motherfucking Kuwait and Greece. Like, let's just say we out here, out here. So just thank you, just forever grateful. And thank you for Lexi, this has been so dope. We get to have our vision of being cat ladies in motherfucking 2020. And just continuing to build community around like the greatness of everyone. So. Yeah, this is dope. Season five, on the way. Meow. We will be back on Juneteenth. So just sit tight. Start reintegrating society. We'll see you when I start open back up. Y'all be safe out here, y'all. Wow. Kelly, you Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.